0: Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media.
1: Don't use the Lord's name in an empty, insincere, or
0: frivolous way. The Bible calls it taking the Lord's name in vain. Coming up today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie underscores the third of the Ten Commandments.
1: Some people text OMG, 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 I just had the most amazing burger, OMG. You know, wait, wait. Do you really mean to invoke the name of the Most High God for your burger? This is the day when the lost are found
0: is worthy of glory and honor. We're mere men and women under the umbrella of His divine authority. So how inappropriate is it to express some kind of disrespect or dishonor to God on high? It's almost a question that doesn't need to be asked. Yet so many dishonor the Lord by using His name inappropriately. Does it bother God? Today in A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out that transgression is mentioned in God's top ten list of commandments.
1: So I was in the gym the other day. That might come as a surprise to some of you, working out. And it was a rare moment because there were two other guys in the gym with me and we all happened to be named Greg. This is a rare occurrence. There's not a lot of Gregs out there. And so we had a great we had a Greg a, a That's what it was. Or if you're in, from the 60s it was uh, Greg Stock, but We'd laugh for a moment. Hey, we're all named Greg and nobody's named Greg. And, and it may be because of what the name Gregory means. It means rotting potato. That's uh, No, it doesn't. It actually means watchman. But there's a lot of the other names, more popular names. And you know, people will think so long and hard about what to name their children. I read uh, the other day that the top names for girls right now are Emma, Olivia, Ava, Isabella, and Sophia. The top names for boys are Liam, Noah, William, James, and Oliver. Do any of you have kids with those names? Yeah. So these are popular names. Here's a funny thing. A new name that's popular right now is Kylo because of the popularity of Star Wars. Kylo Ren. Wouldn't you want to pick a good guy instead of the bad guy? I guess he's somewhere in the middle, isn't he? And uh, now a new thing is... uh, People like to give their children geographical names like Austin, Dakota, Zaire, Dallas, Sky Ridge, uh, Brooklyn. Very popular names. I'm wondering, has anyone named their kid Riverside yet? That's a good <laughs> Here's our son Riverside. And here's our, our newborn San Bernardino. <laughs> but his nickname is Burdue. Burdue. <laughs> Burdue, come on, here's something. And then there are these demented parents that decide they want to torment their children with weird names that they have to live with. These are real names. There's the Turner family. So what do they name their daughter? Paige. Hi, I'm Paige Turner. Why would you do that to a kid? It's real. They did that to their kid. And then there's the Case family. So what else are you going to name your son? But Justin. So he has to introduce himself as Justin Case. Justin Case. How about this? The Arm family named their boy Carl. So he says, Hi, my name is Carl Arm. Carl Arm, right? Crazy. And then the Bacon family. That's already a pretty unusual name, Bacon. So they named their son Chris, middle initial B. Hi, I'm Chris B. Bacon. Right? Crazy. The Dover family named their daughter Eileen. Eileen Dover. Really, people? Really? Really? A lot of people use biblical names for their children. We named our son Jonathan, uh, Christopher as well. That's not a biblical name, but Jonathan is. And you might name your son David or Abraham or Moses or uh, Peter or Paul or name a daughter Mary or Sarah. Those are great names. Uh, it's great to have a Bible name. But there are some names you probably shouldn't use for your children. If you have a daughter, don't name her Jezebel. Just... But it's in the Bible. Yeah, but Jezebel's evil, okay? And don't name your son Judas. There's a little boy here, Judas. Judas, middle name, is Scariot. Yeah, no, not a good idea. Never name your boy Lucifer ever. Here's little Lou, Sipher. Now that's a name for the devil. Don't use that for your child. Names matter. Names define us. And God cares about His name a lot. So I want to look at now the third commandment. You shall not take the Lord's name in vain. I think this is one of the most misunderstood of the commandments. And it's probably one of the most easily broken commandments because it's so misunderstood. One of the obvious ways is profanity. By the way, damn is not God's last name but a lot of people will use the Lord's name that way uh, to punctuate sentences. Ironically, some people who claim to be atheists will use that phrase and even use the name of Jesus Christ a lot. And I'm curious, like if you're an atheist and you don't believe in God, why would you use the name Jesus Christ to make a statement? You'll hear people say, Jesus Christ. And if I hear someone say that, I'll I'll react to it. I think more than any profanity, that is the one, it offends me. I know it offends God. I'll say something like, carefully might answer you sometime. Or, oh, you know him too? He's my best friend. So glad to hear you say his name. But I think in a weird way, when a person uses the name Jesus Christ, they're acknowledging there's power in that name. In other words, if they hit their thumb with a the hammer, they don't say, "Hurry, Krishna. <laughs> Why not? Because there is no power in Hare Krishna. Or if they stub their toe they don't say, B- Buddha, Buddha. No, no, no Buddha. There is no power in the name of Buddha. But there is power in the name of Jesus Christ because it is a name above all names. <camouflage> <corn tôi question> Philippians 2.9 says, God has exalted Him to the highest place and gave Him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus Christ every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So Exodus 20 verse seven says, you shall not take the name of the Lord in vain for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Power in that name. Salvation in that name. Because the Bible tells us in Romans ten thirteen, anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And listen to this, there's healing in that name. In the book of Acts, we read the story of Peter and another who are walking into the city of Jerusalem by a gate called Beautiful. There sits a man who is not able to walk. He's begging for money. Peter looks at him and says, listen, buddy, loose paraphrase, I don't have any money. But I'll tell you what I do have. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And Peter reached down and took that man by the hand and pulled him to his feet. And the man not only walked, but he was leaping in the air and praising God. Now you hear a story like that and say, well, that's great for back then, but I don't know that God still heals people today. Actually, he does. Because over in James five fourteen it says, Are any among you sick? Well, then they should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. Jesus said in John fourteen thirteen, you can ask for anything in my name and I'll do it because the work of the Son brings glory to the Father. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Now, of course, that's not carte blanche, meaning whatever I pray for in the name of Jesus will happen because God is so loving. He won't answer all my prayers in the affirmative. Have you ever prayed for something you realized was a really stupid thing to pray for? And then later said, Lord, thanks for not answering that prayer. The Lord will overrule when he needs to, but we're commanded and encouraged in Scripture to pray for these things in the name of the Lord.
0: Well, thanks for joining us today. We're hearing from Senior Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, USA. And he's considering the Ten Commandments today, and specifically commandment number three. Don't take the name of the Lord in vain. Let's continue.
1: Why should I not take the Lord's name in vain? Well, the answer is given in verse seven. The Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. This is no idle threat. It's simply a statement of fact. God has laying down an unchanging truth, like the law of gravity. If I step off a 30-story building, I will fall to my death because of the law of gravity. And if I take the Lord's name in vain, I will not be held guiltless. But some people go out of their way to take His name in vain. They go out of their way to mock God. They go out of their way to insult Christians. Maybe you're one of those people you think it's all a big joke. Careful now. The Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. But how do we do this? One way we do it, and we may not even realize it, is when we always feel we have to swear to God about everything. You say, man, come on, believe me. I'm telling you the truth. I swear to God it's true, right? Or you say, I swear on the Bible. Or even more, I swear in a stack of Bibles. See if it's a stack. You'll have to believe me. Why would you have to ever say I swear to God it's true? Probably because you're not known to be a truthful person, right? So Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew five thirty seven said, "You've heard that the law of Moses says don't break your vows and carry out your vows you made to the Lord." But listen to this, He says, "I say to you, don't make any vows." Just offer a simple yes I will or no I won't. That should be enough. If you need to strengthen your statement with a vow or your promise with a vow, that shows something is wrong. If you say you're gonna do it, do it. When you commit to do a job, whatever business you're in, you commit to do a job, do it well. Christians should be the hardest workers They should have the most integrity. They should be the most honest people. First there. Last off the job. Putting in the extra work. Going the extra mile. I bring this up because I've seen Christians use their faith as an excuse for laziness. Hey, why aren't you doing your job? Aren't you supposed to be sweeping that floor? Well, the Lord just like directed me to pray. Okay. Well, the Lord might be directing me to... Say goodbye to you and hire somebody else in your place. I don't know. If you're going to do it, do it well. How about marriage? We commit ourselves to that man or that woman. That's a commitment for a lifetime. And if you're not willing to make that commitment for a lifetime, do us all a favor and stay single. Another way we take the Lord's name in vain is by not mentioning it at all. You know, maybe someone will come up to us and say, man, I see that you're just such a loving husband or wife. I I see you with your kids. I see how hard you work, how honest you are, how compassionate you are toward people in need. I admire you so much. What's your secret? And you say, well, I tell you what, I drink a glass of milk every morning. Seriously? (laughs) Well, I do drink milk, Greg. Yeah, but that's not why you are that way. Give God the glory. So, well, thank you for saying that. The Lord's done this in my life, right? I wasn't always this way, but Jesus Christ came into my life and changed me. I'm not perfect, but if you see something like that in my life that you admire, that's the Lord. You can take the Lord's name in vain by not bringing His name up at all. The phrase in vain means it's empty, idle, insincere, or frivolous. Don't use the Lord's name in an empty, idle insincere or frivolous way. Some people will say the Lord's name over and over without any awareness that they're saying it. Like they'll say, hey, how you doing? I was just walking down the street, praise the Lord. And then I got a burger, praise the Lord. And then I was just thinking about you, praise the Lord. And I would praise the Stop, stop. Stop saying that so much. Well, no, what do you mean, praise the Lord? I don't know what what, what, praise the Lord. Okay, I'm glad you're praising the Lord. (laughs) But are you? Are you really praising Him? Are you thinking of the Lord God when you're saying that or is that just like a empty cliche or you're doing it in an idle, insincere manner? Another way we can take the Lord's name in vain by just saying, oh my God, all the time. It's a default expression. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Right? Or you text, OMG. OMG. OMG, I just had the most amazing burger. OMG. You know, wait, wait. Do we have to drag God into this? I mean do you really mean to invoke the name of the Most High God for your burger? That's an empty way. That's sort of a frivolous way. Don't use the Lord's name in a frivolous way. Now if something happens, you hear bad news or something else and you say, oh my God, that's different. You're calling out to God. But some people just punctuate sentences with oh my God or OMG. Another way that we do this is by using God's name for personal gain. Um, you know, people start businesses and they want people to know they're Christians. This is my gardening service. It's called God's Gardening Service. Okay, are you any good? Well, it's God's. Yeah, but are you good? Do you do good work? Or do you just use the name of the Lord to get business? I mean, if you're gonna use His name, I hope you back it up. Christian carpet cleaners. Yeah, well, I don't want my carpet cleaned by non-believers ever. (laughs) Only a Christian should do it. I mean, great. Do good work. Be honest. And sometimes people will use the name of the Lord to get a sale. I number of years ago, I was looking at some truck somewhere and uh, the car salesman was cussing up a blue streak. I mean, lots of profanity. And then he says to me, So... Tell me, what do you do for a living, Greg? said, I'm a pastor. He went, oh. And and then he literally said, praise the Lord. I'm like, oh, please just stop. I liked you better the old way. At least you're just being what you were. Now you're being fake. Hallelujah. You know, the Lord spoke to me through my devotions today at I'd make a sale to. (laughs) Just stop. Don't use God's name. Don't use it in an insincere or a frivolous way.
0: That's Pastor Greg Laurie showing us practical application of the third commandment today on a new beginning. We're in a series within a series. It's a sub-series called Ten within our larger collection of messages on the life of Moses. Now tomorrow we'll have some more practical insight to glean from the Ten Commandments. Hope you can join us same time right here on A New Beginning. The day, the day when life now for a copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called, What's the Big Deal with God's Name? Just go to visionstore.org.au or call one 800 5011 Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.